Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business, and the second last episode in this mindset series. Today, you're going to learn a really brilliant tool, and it's something that you can use if you are procrastinating on something, or if you have something really, really important to do, but you just feel kind of stuck or overwhelmed, or you don't even know where to get started. I'm going to teach you how to use this tool called geography. I'm going to teach you how to shift your mindset and really get yourself unstuck. Because let's be honest, there's nothing more frustrating than knowing that you have to get something done that's really important, but you just can't get started. I know because this happens to me all the time. And I see my clients struggle with this too. So today I'm going to share this foolproof tool that's going to help you get unstuck, get refocused, and really make the most of your time. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First off, I'm going to teach you about this powerful tool called geography. Second, I'm going to explain exactly how it works. And then in our last segment, I'm going to explain why geography is so important for entrepreneurs. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, before I dive into this episode on geography, I want to give a shout out to Linda, to one of my clients, who really inspired this whole episode. You know, just last week we were talking about the power of shifting our physical spaces and how that can really help us to get unblocked when we're trying to do certain things. And you know, in coaching, we use this tool all the time. I use it with myself, I use it with others, but not everyone else always thinks about how to use this in their weekly schedule. Now, as part of her weekly routine, Linda has certain creative tasks that need to get done. And she was finding it really distracting to do them at her regular desk. And so she was inspired to want to go somewhere else to be able to focus on these creative tasks and get them done. And so as we talked through different ways where she could incorporate this into her routine, we thought we'd share this idea with you. And you know, sometimes I take for granted how these simple tools are just something that weave into my everyday life. Not everybody else has them top of mind. So we wanted to share them with you. So this is a really, really, really important thing to do, especially if you have tasks that you do on a regular basis that require a lot of creativity. You want to make sure that you approach them with the right energy. And part of this means being in the right space, right? Being in the right environment. Think about it. Where is it that you are your most creative? And you know, I I often joke that no one ever says that they are their most creative when they're sitting at their desk with a blank Word document and a blinking cursor. Like no one ever feels their most creative in that moment. 
And so I want to send a huge thank you to Linda and not just to Linda, but to all my clients because you guys inspire this podcast every week. I always get ideas from you. I get inspiration from you and you are really the reason why we're able to share this intelligence and this wisdom with everyone else around the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's back up here for a second and really explain what geography is and what it means as a tool. And I want to mention that some of you may already be using this tool. You might be using it you know, for on a regular basis or every once in a while. But what I really want you to do today is to get really conscious and really intentional about what it is and also understand how it benefits you so that you can use it more often and use it more proactively. So when we use geography as a tool, we are literally changing our physical space to cause a shift in our mindset and we either evoke a different perspective, a different way of looking at things, or we evoke a different type of energy. So I'm going to say that again. When we change our physical space to cause a shift in our mindset, it either evokes a different perspective or a different way of seeing things or it evokes a different type of energy. And this goes back to that Wayne Dyer quote, doesn't it? If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Now, geography is a coaching tool that we use, and it helps us to have different lenses to look at different situations or problems. And we bring in intelligence from previous experiences, and we apply that intelligence to our current situation. So... A really, really basic example would be, say you are feeling really not very confident about doing something, or you found yourself in a situation where you were kind of second guessing your ability to do something. Well, what we would do is we would shift gears, we would take you to a time and a space where you did feel really confident and we would bring up all that feeling and those emotions and how did you approach that and what did you get to use as tools? How did you leverage that wisdom and bring it to your current situation? And when we do this, we actually use geography, different physical spaces in the room. I know some of you are smiling because you've done this with me before. And, or maybe with the, another coach, you've done this type of uh, coaching, balance coaching. So we kind of borrow a cup of confidence from that other scenario, or we use different strategies that helped us in that particular circumstance. And so that's how we use geography. It's a really powerful coaching tool. I use it all the time. But here's the deal. You don't even have to be that fancy. I want you to start to use a really simplified version of this tool in your weekly work schedule. And this is really simply by shifting your work to different workspaces. And not just in a random way, I want you to do it really intentionally. And I'll explain exactly how to do that in the next segment. So I want to point out that this tool, Geography, really builds on a couple other productivity strategies. 
So the two that I want to focus on are batching and theming your days. So it's really important to approach your workload and have a really clear idea of everything that you need to get done. And this is how we use batching. We basically, we collect a series of like tasks, common tasks, we group them together and then we do them all at once. So a simple example would be, it would never be efficient to pay one invoice at a time if you had 30 invoices to pay throughout the entire month, right? It just wouldn't make sense to open up your banking details and log it and do whatever administration tasks you had around that. It would be more efficient for you to sit down and pay them all at once, right? You're using that same energy, you're focused on it. So when we batch things, we collect a series of like tasks and we do them all at once. And these should be things that are really similar in the type of energy that they require of you. So for example, we have our left brain analytical tasks that really require completely different energy than right brain creative tasks. And when we try to do two different types of tasks at the same time, it's not only frustrating, but it's also really inefficient because we use up a lot of energy to task switch going from one thing to the other. Now, the other strategy that I want to keep top of mind with you is theming your days. So right now, I know of two clients who are writing books and they've blocked off entire days of their week to focus on writing. Because writing, as I'm sure you know, requires a lot of dedicated focus. It takes time for you to really get in that proper mindset to focus on it. Writing is different than email. You can't just pop off five minutes of writing like you do if you're sending an email, say if you're standing in line at the store. So emails can be sent off really quickly, really easily, but writing really requires you to shift your mindset, to be focused, and we quite often need large blocks of time. It's not typically something that you can do in short bursts. You need dedicated windows of time to be able to write. So writing is an example of theming your day. You have an entire day dedicated to writing. That could be Tuesday. It could be Wednesday. Whatever day it is, but you have that day where you are dedicated to writing. I do that with my coaching, right? I like to have my clients that I work with on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. So then I have the other days of the week that I can focus on other tasks. Okay, so now we have those two productivity strategies top of mind, the batching your work, right? Doing the common things together and theming your days. So you have a dedicated day of the week or a half a day where you do one specific thing. So now that we have these top of mind, we can start talking about geography because to really use geography well, you have to know what you're going to do in order to pick the right environment. So have you ever had a task that you had to do and you get all set up, you set yourself up and you just feel like you're literally spinning your wheels. You're making no progress on it whatsoever. Well, this is how geography comes into play and has such a huge impact. So to use geography as a tool, you would pick a particular space 
where you feel like you are the most efficient at that specific task. And now this isn't something that I can tell you what works the best. It's really up to you. Everybody's different, right? You know what makes you the most productive. And now with writing as an example, some people I know like a very, very quiet, calm, secluded space for them to write. Other people like to write in public areas. I know people that love to write or blog or work on their book in a public cafe. They just pop their earbuds in so that they can drown out all the background noise, but they love the energy and the vibe of being around other people. So there is no right, there is no wrong. The most important thing is just for you to know what works the best for you, all right? What makes you the most productive? Now, I'll be honest, for most people sitting at a desk in one place for the entire week, doing a variety of of tasks each and every day, well, that's unrealistic, right? Unfortunately, this old school way of working isn't really what makes us the most productive. But sadly, it's the way that a lot of people still work. So here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to create a list of all the different places that you can work each week. Now these might be in your office, it might be different places in your home, it could be a co-working space that you use, a different office, a friend's office, your spouse's office, it could be a public space. Just write down all the different places that you could work, places you have used and that you could potentially use. Then the next step, I want you to make a list of all the different types of work that you do each week. And I really want you to take some time to think about what is an ideal environment for this type of work. Do you want to have lots of people around? Do you like it really to be high energy with a good vibe? Or do you really need it to be quiet and secluded? Remember, there is no right or wrong here. It's simply about finding out what works best for you. Then I want you to match up these two different lists and I want you to create a plan of what you want to do differently in your coming weeks. Remember, time is the only finite resource that you have in your life. And I don't care how well connected you are, you can never, ever, ever, ever put more time into your day. You can't. And so being really efficient being really clear about how you use your time and what makes you most productive, well, this is the biggest factor that you have that will impact your success. So I want you to get really conscious about your work week. I want you to know where you're gonna go when and what you're gonna do where. This is the power of geography. And don't just shift geography for the sake of shifting geography, think about it. Think about what is going to make you productive and what is the optimal space for you to get your work done. So why is shifting geography so important for entrepreneurs? Well, I've got four reasons I'm gonna walk you through. First off, and most importantly, 
Entrepreneurs wear so many different hats. It's just the nature of what we do. We're slammed all the time, right, with such a large volume of work. We often think it's more efficient to just stay in one place and get it all done, but seriously, the power of shifting your geography, of changing space is so important and it can really, really help you be more productive. So first reason, because we wear so many different hats. The second reason, and this is just me being honest here because you know I work with entrepreneurs all day long. Most entrepreneurs that I know, generalizing here, but most of them love variety and they thrive on the fact that they have different things to do. This is what engages them and this is what helps them to keep focused, right? So leveraging geography is a really powerful way for you to keep variety in your schedule. It helps you to keep things interesting, right? Third, we have to be efficient. We have to be more efficient than other people are. We just have such a sheer volume of work to do. And so anything that we can do to be more efficient and get more done, well, that's going to help us in the overall big picture. And lastly, number four, the last reason why geography is so important for entrepreneurs is that we have to be conscious about what makes us productive. Remember, not all work is created equally. There's going to be certain things that you do that require different types of energy, right? Remember, left brain analytical, right brain creative. And the more that you can understand this and the more that you can get clear about it, the easier your life is going to be and the more productive you're going to be. Not all work is created equal. And also get in the habit of knowing what to do when. So if you have a task, right, that is going to take a lot of energy and a lot of focus and a lot of creativity, you might want to start it at the beginning of the week or the beginning of each day. I know personally by the end of the week, I'm so exhausted. I'm just in this mental state of winding down. And so to sit down at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon and say, okay, I'm going to start to work on a podcast episode now, or I'm going to start to come up with a new program or new content. That is not the right time of the week for me because I'm in a state of winding down, of closing things out. So knowing what, knowing when, and knowing where is so important for you, all right? And this is really just the perfect example of what conscious business is. The more you know yourself, the more that you are able to be productive and really get things done. You have to know yourself to grow your business. All right, this week, I want to invite you to be a little bit more compassionate and a little bit more loving to yourself because you have a lot on your plate right now, and I want you to remember a couple things as you head into this week. First off, I want you to remember that no good ever comes from comparing. It doesn't. 
Don't ever look at someone and think that they have it easier than you do, or that they didn't have to struggle, or that they're smarter, or they're better, or they're different. Comparison only ever drives a feeling of separation from others. It causes us to feel disconnected from them. No good ever comes from comparing yourself to others. And this is contrary to our nature, right? When we feel disconnected from people, because as humans, our ultimate goal is to find connection and alignment with others because we're all essentially connected at an energetic level. So remember, no good ever comes from comparing. It just doesn't. And secondly, I want you to remember the concept of ahimsa, which means nonviolence. And this includes never having a violent or abusive thought to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't berate yourself. Don't judge. Don't criticize yourself. Remember to speak to yourself in every moment with just as much love with just as much respect that you would give to someone else. This is so important. Ahimsa means nonviolence, and it isn't just about physical violence. It's about not having violent thoughts either to yourself or to others. Remember that everything that does or doesn't come into your life is a direct reflection of your relationship with yourself, the way you treat yourself, the thoughts that you have towards yourself. So focus on being patient, on being kind, and on being loving. Treat yourself with the same care, with the same attention that you would give to someone else because you and I both know that you deserve it. Thanks for hanging out with the corporate yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.